Hello sailors and welcome to a bonus episode of Offshore Sailing and Cruising with Paul Trammell. Well I thought I would just take some time to fill you guys in on what I'm up to and where I'm going and what's been going on here in the Bahamas. Well I have been sitting here at Royal Island Harbor in Eleuthera in the Spanish Wells area for a little over a week now. We've had a frontal passage couple of them come by. Um, one's going by right now, but the winds are really light, uh, so it doesn't really matter. But we had a fairly strong one come over just recently. And uh, before that, I was anchored on the other side of Egg Island, which is a beautiful anchorage uh, exposed to the open ocean, um, but uh, protected from the north, from any north swell, it's protected. Uh, not, not from north swell, from any east swell. It is protected. Uh, north swells uh, wrap into there. Uh, but that's a beautiful anchorage. A uh, small patch of sand you can anchor in. I noticed some people were dropping their anchors in the coral, and that is not recommended, both for the coral's sake and for your anchor's sake. It's not just the anchor. Remember, it's all, the, all your chain, too. Uh, if you put out a 100 feet of chain uh, during a calm, that's, <clears throat> that's 100 feet of chain laying on the coral. And when you start swinging, that just drags across it and destroys everything. So uh, please, don't anchor in the coral. Anchor in the sand. All right, so what else has been going on here? One of the reasons I'm here in Royal Island Harbor is because I needed to take my propeller off and paint it. Um, I actually chose Royal Island Harbor to do that because uh, it's protected and I don't have to... Uh, I can safely sit here through all various wind conditions and not go anywhere because while the prop is out... Uh, I obviously can't uh, motor anywhere, so um, I wanted to be somewhere safe. Uh, the water's shallow here, so I figured if I dropped something, I could probably find it, but that is not necessarily the case. This was actually a pretty poor choice because this bottom here is silt. Uh, it's very fine, uh, kind of kind of like mud, but uh, really fine, like, like uh, mud that's the consistency of whipped cream. So if you drop something into it, it just disappears. If I would have dropped any of the small parts, they would have been gone. And that almost happened when I was putting the prop back on. I almost dropped the key. I did drop the key. Um, I dropped it, and as it was falling, luckily I was holding the heavy propeller in my other hand. Um, you know, mind you, I'm underwater doing this. Uh, and the, the, the propeller in my hand, since it probably weighs 20 pounds, um, it helped me to descend quickly faster than the key was descending and I was able to catch it before it hit the bottom. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the key is just a rectangle of, of metal that fits in a slot in the prop shaft and and also into a slot in the propeller and that just prevents the propeller from being able to twist and spin uh, on the prop shaft. So when the prop shaft is spinning, the propeller is spinning. When the prop shaft is still, the propeller is still if the keyway is there. If the key is not there, then the prop could spin on its own. And not function properly or unscrew itself. Anyway, I took it off. Um, my I don't have a propeller puller, and I couldn't use one anyway because my rudder is in the way. You know, it's a full keel boat with an attached rudder, and uh, the propeller is in a small aperture. So I took off the two nuts that hold it in place. First, I took off the the cotter pin, um, and that's difficult. You can't just grab it and pull it out. Uh, you have to unbend it. And then I put a Phillips screwdriver in, in the loop in the head of it and banged on it with a hammer. And that got it out pretty easily. Then there's two nuts to take off. And then your propeller is on there. Um, but it's it's not coming off easy because the prop shaft is tapered and the 
hole that it goes through and the propeller is tapered and, and they fit on together uh, very, very tight. So um, I ended up getting it off by putting one sledgehammer on the back of the prop, not on any, any of the blades, but on the central disc, and then banged on that sledgehammer with the second sledgehammer, and that took it off pretty easily. Then I got it out and sanded it and cleaned it and scraped it and scrubbed it and sanded it and sanded it and sanded it. I spent a whole day and a half probably sanding it trying to and scraping on it with a chisel. My goodness, it was so fouled. It looked fine underwater. I thought I thought it looked all right, um, but things kept growing on it, especially in Panama. I was cleaning it once a week because the original paint I put on it uh, did not work. It just sloughed off. Uh, so this time, this time I uh, spray painted it with um, a Pettit product. It was something I got from Defender. It's a, a primer in one spray can and a, and a anti-fouling in the other, uh, specifically made for, for propellers. So um, I primed it, probably six coats of primer, three hours in between, and then painted it until, you know, I just put on a coat after coat after coat uh, until I was out of paint. I think those were six hours in between. The primer, I think, was three hours in between coats. Anyway, the propeller is back on, and I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm waiting until weather. Uh, Tuesday looks like good weather to go north, heading to the Abacos. And then I'll be heading back to Florida for a month where I'm going to haul out and put uh, bottom paint on the boat and uh, do some family visiting, and then probably head to Panama. Back to Panama. That's the plan. So anyway, uh, one thing I wanted to tell you guys about today is uh, something kind of new that I'm doing. I've been mentioning uh, Patreon and the fact that I'm putting bonus episodes on there. Um, and I just put a new one on today. It is all about some of the things I was just talking about. Anchoring, selecting anchorages in uh, when a front is passing, when there's a frontal passage. How to select an anchorage. So frontal passage means the wind is going to be shifting directions through 360 degrees. And that happens in the Bahamas about once a week in the winter. Um, one, one to every one or two weeks, you know, once every one or two weeks, but lately it's been like, seems like it's been about one every week. So constantly having to go to uh, safe anchorages. So was, there's a good long discussion about that. And uh, that's something that uh, one of the, one of the Patreon patrons uh, wanted me to ask about, um, asked me to talk about. That's something one of the Patreon patrons asked me to talk about. There we go. Uh, and that is one of the, the big benefits you get if you are a patron. Uh, you can message me on, on the Patreon site. And uh, if anyone has something they want me to talk about, I'll talk about it. I'll make a, a bonus episode and put it out there. So um, I also talk in this uh, episode, this most recent one, about a little bit more about the incident where my mainsail filled up with water when I had it reefed and there was a squall. Uh, so Todd wanted to hear about that, so I dove into that story in more detail. So that is one of the main benefits you get if you are a patron. You, you are supporting this podcast and, and um, making sure it stays on the air uh, by being a patron. And you can, you can donate at any level. Patreon is a monthly donation site. Um, and whatever level you donate at, it's up to you. Uh, but you get access to the bonus content. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. What else is going on here? Um, Professionally, I am working on three books right now. Uh, one is another novel. It's a, um, a sequel to The Gold Box. Uh, the other is a sailing nonfiction. It uh, starts 
after my refit basically picks up where Chasing the Nomadic Dream left off and takes you uh, from Florida through the Bahamas to San Andres, then to Panama, uh, then to Jamaica and back to the Bahamas. I uh, don't have a title for that one yet or the other one. Uh, but I'm also working on a book with Tapio Lettinen. Tapio was in the 2018 Golden Globe. He's also one of the people I interviewed in season one. And uh, Tapio was one of the five people to finish the Golden Globe race. 18 started in 2018, and uh, only five finished. That's how difficult the race is. And a lot of those boats were lost, um, you know, dismasted and abandoned, sank. Um, anyway, Tapio finished the race, got fifth place. Uh, probably would have done a lot better if uh, he had to had barnacles in the bottom of his boat. That's why it's important to uh, select the right bottom paint. Uh, he trusted someone else to do that, and it didn't come out the way he wanted. Uh, anyway, I'm co-writing a book with him about that race, so I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. I've got his log from from the uh, from the race from his I think it was like nine months at sea. And uh, he also they also published a book already in Finnish, so I have the Finnish translation to English of what's already published in addition to his log, and I'm going through that and um, smoothing it out, smoothing out the language. And adding to it from his log, and it's it's just fascinating. Um, you know, it's a lot of Southern Ocean sailing, which is just just outrageous. Uh, strong winds, huge waves, also beautiful days with good wind. Uh, lots of, of birds, albatrosses flying around, um, birds landing on the boat, whales. It's fascinating. Uh, that'll that'll be out before the start of the 2022 race in September. Um, all right, well, that's what's going on in my life, uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode, and uh, like I said, if you want to join Patreon and uh, listen to the bonus episodes and have access to, to me to ask what you want to hear, um, any questions you have, anything you want me to talk about in a bonus episode, uh, you can do that through Patreon. There's a link at the bottom of every page of my website, like I say every episode, at paultrammell.com. All right, folks, thank you for listening. Thanks to all the supporters for their support. Um, and if there are any sponsors out there that want to sponsor the podcast, I need a couple of things. I need a windlass. I need a roller furler for the stay sail, a uh, water maker. Those things would be really nice. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, get in touch with me uh, at uh, Paul W. Trammell at Hotmail.com if you are a sponsor that's interested. P-A-U-L-W-T-R-A-M-M-E-L-L at Hotmail.com. You can also find that contact on my website, PaulTrammell.com. All right, folks, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, happy sailing and peace out.